Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. And then if you go through the history of time, you'll see where there were outpourings at other times in the history. And if you go to 1906, there was a, an amazing outpouring. It looked like things had all dried up. And there was a man by the name of William Seymour. Some other things had been happening, and he'd begin to hear where some people have been believing God for the Holy Spirit. And he heard the message, and he believed and he goes and he's, um, he goes back to, actually, he heard it in Houston, Texas, I believe. Somebody goes, yep. So he goes back to California and he starts seeking God. And he's just seeking God. God, I want that Holy Spirit. I believe there's more. I believe there's more. God, I want that Holy Spirit. God, I want to speak in tongues. God, I want to bubble up like that. God, I want everything you've got. And he began to pray and other, begin, other men began to pray with them for the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's the, 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 um, the history says they were sitting somewhere one day. I guess, I mean, they had been praying intensely for a season. They were sitting somewhere one day together, and it says that the power of God, the way it was described, hit them like lightning. Now, I've been hit by electricity, and that didn't feel good. But I can also, I've also had an experience with God where I could say it was like electricity went through me, but it felt real good. Okay. They said it was like lightning hit them and they fell off their chairs. All, um, you know, and so uh, from that day, I think that was, I remember it's April the 9th, right? Um, 2000, uh, excuse me, 1906. And from that day, um, miracles began to happen. People got healed. Uh, there, there were amazing miracles. People began to get saved like crazy. Um, they first started to grow out of that house, and I think there were like a couple hundred began to come to the prayer meeting initially. Then they bought this, or they got this stable. It's a, it was like a dilapidated building. And you know what? You see, look what God can use. I think God likes excellence, and we could say, hey, we need, and maybe that's what God's going to do. I think we should shoot for that. But guess what? God didn't have to do that if he doesn't want to. And if God wants to use a stable to, to bring his son to earth in or to bring the revival in, let it happen that way. Only people that are willing to get to the stable are going to get the revival. Are y'all with me? The ones who aren't willing to go to that stable, <laughs> they're going to miss out. So here he goes. They get this old stable, this old building, and they're, they're going. <laughs> they start church there. And God begins to move. And like I said, miracles are happening. Bonafide healings are happening. It's so powerful. People hear about it from all over the world. And people come to America from all over the world just to go to this church. And it's 1906. And this is an African-American man. And I would just want to mention this because of the age we're in right now. When... Think about the racial tensions back then. This is an African-American man. God fell on him. The power of God's there. Nobody cares what color anybody is. Everybody's coming from everywhere to be a part of this. And it's amazing what's going on. And this man, by the way, ended up many consider him as like the father of the whole Pentecostal movement, the Pentecostal church, the 
Pentecostal holiness, the, all, the, all the, through the charismatic, everything sort of goes back to what, what happened there on Azusa Street. It's pretty amazing. Anyway, what a move of God there. And the reason why I want to just bring that up, not only to recognize that um, God is still pouring out His Spirit today for those that will seek it and those that want more, but the man, you remember, you remember that I said earlier, the Bible says when the Holy Spirit's poured out, people will prophesy. Well, he prophesied before he died. I don't know. Of course, before he died, right? And um, he died in he died in 1922. Was 99 years ago, and I don't know what year he prophesied this prophecy, but he said that he saw around a hundred years from where he was. Which, again, they experienced the glory cloud. In fact, this is the crazy thing. William Seymour, I and mean, look how I mean. Could you imagine me doing this? William Seymour, because of the glory, and he did not want it for himself. He, he was afraid to take credit for what's happening. He preached sometimes with a bag over his head. This man go, I mean, they were experiencing the glory of God. And he said, I see in the future around 100 years from now, there's going to be a greater outpouring than what we have right now. And it's going to be a greater, he called, they, they used the term Shekinah glory. That's like the glory that's obvious and present, and you can see the glory. Wow. Praise God. I hope he was in the Holy Ghost that day when he said that. But God used him in such an amazing way. I'm like, may that be true. May that be true.